I love T Squeezy. Don't name people after color. One of the times I was uh, volunteering in South Dakota, we like had a guest speaker come in, mm-hmm. and he referred to her as T Squeezy, and he was like, "Yeah, man, everywhere around the world, even here, we love T Squeezy." And ever since then, I've called her T Squeezy. That's such a weird nickname. I don't. Yeah, I know. Imagine if someone went up to Taylor Swift and said, "Yo, T Squeezy," what would her face look like? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she gets. I mean, people call her T Swift or T Swizzle. T Swizzle. So why not T Squeezy? No, Squeezy just sounds like an invasion of privacy. I don't know. I <laughs> like think it's Squeezy. I guess. I guess you could. I guess you know. It's all about how you approach the situation. If you well, being the perv that I am, when I hear squeezy, I think of boobs. So sure, I guess that's why I'm like, it sounds like an invasion of privacy. I mean, yeah, but if you went up to her and you're like, "Hey, T Squeezy," yeah, that's even worse. Yeah, exactly. But if you're like, "Oh, T Squeezy, how's it going?" She wouldn't that's be fine. thinking. That's Ew. cute. That's actually kind of cute. Yeah, They're exactly. Like, oh, T Squeezy. And that's how I would say it. Because okay. if I saw Taylor Swift, I'd be like. Tea squeezy. Oh my god. That's cute. That's actually really cute. <laughs> Thank you. No, um, do you know the saying, um, easy peasy lemon squeezy? Yeah. Well, I said that in math class like eons ago in middle school. God forbid, that was a terrible time. Yeah, no, the worst time of your life. In everyone's life, yes. Um, and in my math class, I like solved an equation and she goes, Well done, Lauren. I go, easy peasy lemon squeezy, and she goes, Never say that again. I'm like, Why? 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 And a boy leans over to me and he goes, penis i'm like what the fuck how no, the fuck does it? that mean it's penis? easy peasy lemon squeezy y'all are just how does perverts. that mean how does that mean penis how could it honestly and the fact that my teacher was like never say that again it's like wow you're really a pervert te- and this was a woman teachers especially in middle school are fucking perverts honestly she was also a germaphobe too but she had a great taste in 80s music and she always played her 80s playlist when we were doing our homework so. nice one of my favorite teachers my fifth grade teacher she had a temptation cd oh and she would play that while we worked and nice you know we'd just be singing along to uh my girl while doing homework it was amazing my girl that's kind of my girl talking about my girl i saw this teacher if i was a teacher i would i know what kind of music you would put musicals musicals and emo shit yeah I had a, I had another. We're just gonna talk about teachers this whole episode. Well, you're gonna be had, friends, the emo child. You're gonna become Paul oh, Rudd and Prince yeah. the Wallflower for them. Absolutely. No. Um. No, I had a, I had a teacher who would play metal during class. Seriously. Loved that. Really. And, uh, I had what, an, what, 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 uh, what, um, class was this? Like English. It was social science. studies. Really. Yeah, social studies. <laughs> play some metal music and I. Disrespect your surroundings. Not that kind of metal, but that is my favorite band. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, and then I had an, uh, my child psychology teacher. You had a child psychology teacher? Yeah, I took child psych, so. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, he would play all I sorts of stuff. So like, much. on, and not even music, like, on days, he would, like, tweak the curriculum so that he could get away with showing us shit. Of course. We would watch Modern Family and Friends in that class. <gasps> what a teacher. Because he'd be like, just notice in this particular scene, they do this thing with this child. And enjoy the rest of the show. Psychology. <laughs> it was so great. Wow, that's it was a like really an fun introductory teacher. class, so it was like nonsense. So you could Dang. just you'd be like, "Here are the basics. Now let's watch Friends." <laughs> that, that that would be you as a teacher. In a yeah, nutshell. definitely, probably would. You'd be like, "Welcome to story writing. Okay, now watch very closely. See the opening of Friends. Watch how it's written, <laughs> and then that's it." Dude, I would love to to run a no a, a film 
not, I don't want to say critique, but you know, breakdown class. Oh, or a club? Would you? Would yeah, you have made a, a club? club? That's what I want to do. Yeah. yeah, I was in a film club in high school, but it only lasted Jeez. like a month until it disbanded. Really? Yeah, because oh. it just didn't get enough traction. Upsetting. I yeah. should have been in a club. There was an, a Harry Potter club in my mm-hmm. high school, which I should have joined. I wanted to, but there was also an anime club. Of course. But I was I was one of those. You were closeted. I was closeted <laughs> until uh, in uh, when at the academy actually my mm-hmm. old roommate yeah she was a weeb. Okay. Yeah, so we would watch anime together. I'm like, this is so fun. There are dozens of us. They're everywhere. <laughs> you can never escape us. All right. Well, yeah. speaking of anime. Speaking of anime, I have a question for you. Yeah. Because I was listening to the Faculty of Horror today. Shout out to Faculty of Horror. They're an amazing podcast. Shout out. And uh, they were they were doing like a, a Patreon exclusive where they're just kind of talking about the things they were watching over the past year. Mm. And uh, one of them mentioned an anime because, you know, there's a lot of crossover yeah. among the horror community and the weeb community. Yeah. And she was like, I'm trying to get back into anime. <gasps> and uh, so she was like, I started watching this anime called Happy Sugar Life. You heard of that? Never heard of Never it. Never heard of it. Happy okay. Sugar Life. Yeah, it, it came out in 2018. Is when it started. I need to see a picture. Okay. Um, it only has one season. There's only 12 episodes. Happy Sugar Life. Is it a horror? Yes. <laughs> That's why. I was gonna say because it sounds very sweet, but knowing anime, know. they like to, you know. So I mean, I haven't looked into it at all, but the way she described it is, it's about this woman who like falls in love with this little girl, and oh, like God. not necessarily in a sexual way, I don't think, uh-huh. but basically falls in love with this girl and like kidnaps her and just like holds her hostage, but like is really loving towards her because she like thinks they have a relationship that's we that's yeah. interesting <laughs> oh god oh no <laughs> if you go to the images there's a you know what boku no pico is right you remind me it's the, like the pedophilia anime it's right, a young right, boy right, who right. looks like a girl at a summer camp and like this guy sees him and he's like "Ooh, he's really pretty and he finds out that well he thinks that he's a she mm-hmm. but Found, finds out that it's a young he and he still goes for it and it's just yeah that's, it's pedophilia so that, that is what having that is. said that they put a, a picture of the little child and the woman over the boku no pico poster oh. that's terrible oh first God. of all that's ice cream by the way okay there's a whole I ice like cream that. scene no, i mean that's that's icky <laughs> no we're not no we're not gonna watch that okay no we're not watching boku no pico sorry guys but maybe happy sugar that sounds whatever. interesting i would i would actually consider watching that um, but we're not discussing that anime tonight okay, we are discussing tokyo ghoul root a episodes seven and eight my friends we're getting close yeah we're getting close we should probably intro the show oh yeah, that's right. What Our show, show is this again? Uh, well, uh, let me tell you. I'm Lauren, your Weeboo. I'm Chris, your new. Once again, this is Weeboo in 
the new. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. Aw, yeah. Nice to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Put it there. Ow. What is happening? This is our handshake. No, we don't have a handshake. Oh. Should, if that is our handshake, we need a new handshake. Okay, well then let's make one. All right. Not now, but All eventually. Right now. We got we got we, shit to do. We got work to do. I don't really want to do, do the, the work, work today. today. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't want to do the work today. What? What's this? Uh oh. I don't. Re- okay. <laughs> We're not gonna do the whole. Thing. They're gonna get annoyed if we do the whole thing because it's <laughs> very repetitive. I don't really want to do it. Yeah. Here we are. All right. So, we open up episode seven should we do a recap yes remember that weekly thing we do we don't do a weekly recap it's by this time it's bi-weekly it's like we do it one time then we don't then we do it one time then we don't then we do it one time then we don't i I swear i think it's just it's whenever i fucking feel like it uh fine we're not doing a shot today ladies and gents who cares i got my crown royal i have my water gross okay rude it was refreshing where did we even leave off in the last episode uh you're asking me shit you um, have the no- you just finished editing it no today <laughs> like literally before we started this episode you were finishing editing it okay so basically where we left off i can't read his notes was here's all here's what you need to know mm. we left off with the ccg being like we're gonna go after the owl wow there's your recap. So informative. Son of a bitch. No, okay. So Coachella has been invaded. Shut up. Coachella has been invaded by the Algiri tree. And there was a big fight between the Algiri tree and, of course, the CCG members. Uh, Kaneki has turned into a Kakuja. <gasps> Scary stuff. Um, we don't really know how- why, though. I mean. Well, I mean, you explained it. I explained it. it <laughs> but I didn't think they were going to explain it to us. But. They did it eventually. But, um, so he's turned into a Kakuja, and then Ayato was facing his father's everything, and then ow- the owl came in and swooped them off and carried them away, and da 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 So they're off on their own thing. Kaneki's in his own little secret abandoned apartment building or office building or right. whatnot. Not doing, not feeling not, too well. Not feeling too well. I think and he has appendicitis or something. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's always... He's you've had appendicitis. Is that really what that's like? I don't remember. I was a little, little child when I, I got appendicitis. I heard the pain's excruciating, though. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're... Do you have a scar? If the thing ruptures. Or did they... Remember your belly button? <laughs> that's, I, that's not how belly buttons work. <laughs> that's what they did with you. They're there's definitely... The have you seen a pregnant woman? Yes. Yeah, their belly button... There's no but hole. But you're not a woman, Chris. You don't have one of those. What are you talking about? You don't have one of those that feed into the baby. You are the baby. Yeah, I know. That's why but men's belly buttons are so shallow. Have you ever take, noticed that my belly button? You could stick my whole fucking finger in here. I can stick my finger. I mean, I guess maybe I can't. <laughs> but, but like my stepmom, when she got pregnant, like yes. I could, her belly button turned inside out. There wasn't a hole that went into her belly. We're talking her about body. you, though. So did they go and take out your appendix? No, but you, what I'm saying is there's no hole in your belly button that leads into your organs. Oh, <laughs> And 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 the fact that my belly button's more shallow than a woman's should should emphasize that point. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> no, wait. Okay. So, so then how did they get it out? Do you have a scar? <laughs> yes. Yes to answer your question. I do have a scar. And then it went on a tangent saying like, "Oh, they just popped it right out your belly button." But wait, that's not possible. Oh my goodness. So uh. <laughs> anyway um and then the ccg were like hey let's go after the owl yeah that's <laughs> that's, that's, all, they, that's all you really need to know is what's happened so 
opening. What the dang heck is going on here? I don't know. Excruciating, painful screaming coming from our main character, Kaneki. He's writhing in pain. He is shitting his pants. Yeah. What? Which kind of what it looks like when, you know, his backside explodes. Yeah, it kind of does. Where his Kagune sacks just bubble yeah, over. Or it yeah, looks like a really they... bad sunburn, you know, when they start to bubble and form. I've never gotten a sunburn that bubbles. Well, neither have I, but that I've seen awful. pictures. I've seen pictures, and they're... Yeah, there's a there's a movie, I think it's called Untraceable, where uh, this man gets cemented into the ground, and they put, like, sun lamps all around him, and he Why? just blisters alive. Oh, God. It's a really fucked up movie. Oh, God, more fucked up Colin than Colin Hanks human... is in it. Than Human Centipede? More no, fucked up than that? No, no, not more fucked okay. up than that. Okay. It's actually, like, watchable. Human Centipede is barely watchable. I will never watch that. You can't pay me enough money to watch that. Um, okay, well, not talking about Human Centipede, <laughs> ironically, even though there are centipedes involved in this yeah, universe, right. but not in the same context. So, Kaneki, he's sweating. He's not doing so well. He's hallucinating. He's reliving um, the past is what happened, where we actually get to see that while he was fighting the big guy, I don't know, his name begins with an S. Uh, uh, Sachi. Sachi, thank you. When he was fighting Sachi, you can kind of see, like, what happened after he got punched yeah. into the wall, like and, a flashback. Yeah, and it's literally what Lauren said in the last episode. He starts eating bones. eating bones eating i knew bones. that would happen no the thing is like i knew that scene was coming i just didn't know when i was like he, he eats bones do they show that to us or did i find that with like diving in more into the lore into the lore when i was younger well, it happened here you go here we go it happened it happened so yeah he's just munching on some bones and then we see him transform into the into that cockajo mm-hmm. with the little mask thingy in the yeah. middle of his face and then it, he just kind of like relives the whole fight where um Oh, Amon was chopping off his kagune, and he's just in a lot of pain. And then it cuts to him standing naked in a in a river of blood. Butt naked. Butt naked. We don't see anything. <laughs> but he is butt naked. <laughs> but. 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 <laughs> oh no! But then we see a hand kind of emerge from this blood pool, and he's like ah! shrieking because. As you would. If you're standing in a blood pool butt naked and if someone grabbed you from underneath, I think you would kind of shit your pants a bit. Yeah, I think if I'm standing in a pool of blood, I'm pretty fucking terrified anyway. That's it, yeah. So then we look down and we see on one leg he's got Rize, a hallucination of Rize Mm kind of clawing up his leg. And on the other side he's got Jason crawling up his leg, just kind of devouring him in a sense. Yeah. Uh, And he's just screaming, screaming, and he finally like shakes himself out of the hallucination. Yeah, he like wakes up in a way. And he's like, oh, God, I was in the wrong. Not I wasn't just eating ghouls, but I was the one who was actually being eaten, meaning like he was losing you poetic himself. piece of shit. He's very poetic because like, he reads. Ugh. It's good writing, but would you say that if you were in that exact moment? No, but it's like, drama. If I were, Passion. If, if I were living this moment and I was reflecting on it the next day in my journal, I would absolutely write that. So. He's a tragic character. And but then we get a really quick shot of the mummy girl. We get a lot of really quick shots of the mummy girl in these two episodes. Yeah. She's just standing there like, it's almost time. Yeah. I think she just says it's almost and time. And she's been saying stuff like that. like Cryptic Intermittently stuff. throughout these, like, I don't know, this whole season maybe. Since we first met her, what the fuck she's is she talking about. She's just been like, it's almost time. <laughs> kind of cute. Like she's just, she knows something's coming and something is up, and it's a bit suspicious. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's a little sus. A little sus. A little sus. What are you gonna do? So I think we get opening intro. credits. Blah, 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 blah. So after the opening credits, we get a shot of Hinami watching the news, and they talk about the CCG, which we now know. <gasps> 
the name of what is it chris it's the commission of counter ghouls uh yeah i don't like that can we keep calling it i like corporation 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 cool that's so much better it fits their personality so much better because they're just they're manic they're all just terrible people and they're just they fuck up a lot yeah they suck at their jobs mm-hmm. and they don't even care about their classified information and they, yeah they base all of their like like scouting or hunts of these ghouls on hunches and on, intuition on in, uh, yeah instinct and, and instinct like not even on hard cold facts which the police are all about i guess i, I mean listen i mean i am i am all for trusting your instincts yes but not but if it's you're happened a, not so a, often like, if you're in like this position of power you need to do a Research. Just a little. You need to know. You need to have a plan. Just a little bit, at but, least. Yeah. That's all I, I'm saying. Well, well, they just do it too frequently. Yeah. Like they have hunches, sure, but it's happened like once yeah, every episode. They just, they're always doing something, you know. They're, I don't know. They, they think just, they have big brains. They need vacation. They need a vacation. Honestly, this is, is what needs to happen. So she gets upset because they're I don't know they're just talking about ghoul shit and she's a ghoul so she gets triggered so she turns off the news. <laughs> She's a ghoul. She gets triggered. I'm sorry. Uh, and she uh, she opens up the door to Toka's room where she is sleeping on her books. Nerd. Nerd. Oh, Surrounded by nerd. posters telling her to fight. Keep on studying. Go Kami. It's adorable. She wrote those herself. I believe it, but don't. What? Because school school's so lame. Uh, are you going to say school is a scam again? School is a scam. Well, show me. Tell- I don't know that. I'm telling them that so that they can figure it out. Why? Because they need to know. But how else would they learn? Where where else would they go to learn and get degrees to do stuff? The library. To get degrees? You don't need a degree. All right. Degrees are useless. All right. All right. Some degrees are useless. Anywho. Um, then Hinami throws a, throws a sweater on Toka because she's a little Adorable. sweetheart. Adorable. What a sweetheart. What a sweetheart. Let's go get a donut. No, no. Right. Then she goes to open on Teku. She runs downstairs to open it's on Teku. It's the next morning, by the way. It's the next morning, sure. But the sign, the open and close sign, is in English. See, I like to believe that it's for tourists, though, because in Japan they do have English open and close signs for tourists to understand too. open and close. And I'm sure this isn't even the first time we've seen the open close sign. It's just the first time I realized, hey, that's in English, mm-hmm. but everything else is not. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So as Hinami's opening up the shop, she notices um, Nishiki walking by with Kimi. Kimi! We haven't seen Kimi in so long. They're so cute together. Where has she been? I know. And Hinami notices that they're cute together because as soon as Nishiki walks into Anteku, she's asking him, what's it like to be in love? And he's like, what makes you ask such ridiculous questions? And he's like, why the fuck would I know? It's like, dude, don't don't play dumb you moron but he's so weird he is so weird weird about it he's like he's one of those guys where like he knows he has feelings but he wants to look tough for everyone else what a loser toxic masculinity it's a little toxic a little toxic but i mean he makes a good point where he's like you're a little young why are you asking me this like why why do you care but he says it's not logical. It's Which not is easy. True. Love is not it's logical. love. It doesn't have to make sense. It's magic. Where's that from, Chris? It's from, you know where it's from. Where's it Moulin from? Rouge? No, it's from Ruby Sparks. I've only seen that movie once. Well, you should see it again. I would love so to, good. but we're kind of busy. Guys, watch Ruby Sparks. It's so good. It is really good. I love it. It's so, very dark. It's There's so, some dark moments. I know. Though. But I relate to Ruby so much in the clingy sense. I know. It's it's oh my god, it's also good it's though. Terrible. Because it's like it's so 
cute and romantic but yeah. it also is like really real yeah and like makes you feel a lot and also, really makes you reflect on how you feel about love yeah but also really dark i know it gets really dark but in a in a really good way yeah. in a way that makes you think yes and it makes you learn so good watch ruby sparks this episode brought to you by ruby, ruby sparks. sparks directed by zoe kazan zoe kazan also starring zoe kazan and, and her, her boyfriend husband. paul dano husband they, i thought they were married they might not be i don't, I don't know. know i thought they were just boyfriend and girlfriend well i don't feel like fact alexa checking, so. oh. are zoe kazan and paul dano married sorry i don't know that one. Oh well so he just gives her the simple answer of like oh well you know you just you're happy when you're around them you want to spend more time with them you want to make them happy like just the simple stuff you say to kids to you know get them to shut the fuck up <laughs> i would not say that to kids i would be like love well you're not is amazing you're not nishki nishki is kind of like yeah i, I don't know talk about it. but it cuts to his wrist and i think he's wearing kimi's bracelets i i don't remember I so i can't is because why else would it cut i don't know exactly i couldn't tell you i think he's wearing her bracelets okay. but moving on. real cute real real cute real cute like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> are you talking about me <laughs> irami and uh como are their names yes very good or is coma? it coma i think it's coma coma like damn a, it like you're in a Shit. coma fuck god damn it chris we got uh, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you gotta start all over Irami and Koma walk in and they're like, hey, what's going on here? Well, Koma's like, you guys talking about me? You know, once uh, this thing called the devil ape. And they're like, ah! And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay, gold man, shut <laughs> your damn goes, mouth. Koma, can you get out of this? <laughs> Nishiki flat out says, can you just stay out of <laughs> this like, conversation? Butt out, you, you button-nosed bastard. And Yeah, pretty much. And we are interrupted by the ringing of the Antaku bell. Ding! Someone has entered the... Thank you. That was so, solid. That was very solid. Are you an actor? Yeah, I have a degree. You oh want to see it? You have a degree? Shut your mouth. Where is it? I don't know. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Where is our degree? It's in the trash where it belongs. No! Rip. <laughs> Useless. Oh, God. Don't okay. say that. So the door anyway, opens. ding a ling ling And who walks in but, you guessed it, bougie boy fucking bougie boy he's this bougie everywhere motherfucker. you can't escape him he's literally i'm like once i think we're done with him he just shows up he's like he's like a disease he's like he's like herpes yes he just keeps showing up in places back. where you don't want <laughs> oh god bougie boy the herpes of ghouls the herpes of ghouls he's contagious don't let him touch you <laughs> good lord anyway uh, he walks in and he's like i gotta oh yeah that's right <laughs> deep inhale and he's literally like the smell of coffee and the lingering scent of this piece of shit a plus a plus my guy a plus and he mentions el dorado i can't stand this guy i think he he said something along the lines of ah the scent of coffee and kaneki it's el dorado chris just goes oh el dorado El Dorado. <laughs> oh, you pure innocent baby. Whatever. Anyway, they're like, I don't Wahoo even know. the fuck let they you even in? Say anything. They're just like this they're fucking guy. They're just standing there. Then he's like, anyway, I'm here to see Yoshimura. Is he in? <laughs> Pulls his bags back. <laughs> Is Yoshimura in? And then basically, he just sits down with Yoshimura, and he's been a spy for Yoshimura yeah. for to check on Kaneki, make sure he's not doing anything. Yeah, because the last time we reckless. saw him, he was hanging out with the Auguri tree, and yes. he learned that Kaneki was being a cannibal yep and, and uh, he killed some folks i yeah. think 
And that, that's what he tells Yoshimura, and Yoshimura is like a kakuja. Oh, yeah, yeah. He reports that he turned into a kakuja. But <laughs> what Bushi Boy's big problem is like he's he's altering his scent, his taste, his flavor, flavor. He's messing with it. So he, that's his only concern. But it's serial cannibalism that they mention. It's not just like here and there. It's serial. Right. Yeah. Because he's. He's losing it. So then Yoshimura's like, thank you for the information. Uh, please just keep an eye out and just let me know. And he's like, of course, I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> so, yeah. And then Hinami kind of chases after him. Hinami just uh, goes up to him and is like, hey, big brother. I, I mean, Kaneki. Uh, don't worry, he, little princess. He, and he's like, hey, hey, don't worry. He's fine. I mean, he's not dead. So that's good. And she's just like, okay. And then he's like, listen. Me and Kaneki one time went to this coffee shop, and it was real cute. I think we should go there, and we can talk about this more. Ew. And I was instantly concerned, because I thought he was talking about the Coliseum where he tried so to eat So was I. Kaneki. I was like, is he going to try and I eat like, Hinami? I was like, you don't want her. She's no. so innocent and small. He's so small. He's small. Then it cuts to a leg on the roof. <laughs> Damn. And a face on the roof. <laughs> what? Okay, but then who cares? Who cares? Immediately back to Bougie Boy and Hinami in the coffee shop. That's not the Coliseum. It's not. It's actually a legit coffee shop where Kaneki cut his finger and And, he got his And Bougie Boy came everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Disgusting. Disgusting. (laughs) Um, Ladies and gents and non-binary friends, if you go to a coffee shop and your date comes everywhere, (laughs) just leave. Well, we just lost our sponsor. Just leave. <laughs> no, our sponsor is Trojan Condo. Oh, my God. They have a lot of info. Going off the rails here. Oh, God. Derailed. Um, so in their little coffee shop escapade, they're just – Hinami's kind of just asking him about words because since Kaneki's not there yeah. to help her with what words meaning, she asks another adult who – why would you pick you, this, this adult? Guy? This, <laughs> this fucking guy? This adult? I guess he knows big words like little princess and amore and El Dorado, so he must know other words, right? Uh, um, so they're just talking about flowers, and he's like, oh, yes, this flower specifically. I don't remember the name, but he's like, it stands for nobleman, and I think that suits Kaneki very well. <laughs> and Hinami's like, oh, yeah, I think so, too. So he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go masturbate in the bathroom. That is not what he said. <laughs> But that's what happened. Yeah. No, so basically he's like, ah, oh, Hinami, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. See you later. So Hinami's by herself when we see... J.D. Salinger. No. No? And she's literally... It's so cute. She's banging on the window. Hina! Hina, sweetie! And Hinami's just... No, it's like, didn't they meet one time for like 30 seconds? They did. And apparently this woman feels so connected with Hinami that she's like, Hinami-chan! Hinami, sweetie, hi! Yeah. In the window and it's Hina- cute. Hinami's just not paying attention until like she walks in. It's like it's she must so be from LA. Yeah. <laughs> when people scream at you from the streets, you just pretend not to hear them. So her real name is Miss Takasuki. Okay. She's the writer of Kaneki and Hinami's favorite books and yeah, reasons. So she is as she's well. the author that that uh, she met at the book signing. Yes. So she walks in looking like a whole snack. She's adorable. She looks like such she she a looks bookworm. like a, an indie indie chick. I love it. She's got she the pastel like, green aqua hair. What did you just say? Her hair is blue. 
there's green in that home. I know. We agreed it was teal, so we wouldn't fight yeah, about this Okay, anymore. so with her beautiful teal hair all up in a bun, her red glasses, overalls, big scarf, adorable. Just oh, yeah. Absolutely no, She cute. has a tumbler for sure. For sure. So she's like, Hinami, you look so sad. Like, what seems to be troubling you? You can tell an old lady anything. I'll have a nice coffee, please. And it's like, honey, you're 20. You're not old. You're not old. She's literally 20. Um, so basically, I mean, we, we cut and Hinami's like wrapping up her story saying that she's really worried about her big brother, Kaneki, and um, and how she feels like she can't do anything about it. And then Takasuki is like, well, here's the thing. You are a little child, and there's probably not much that you can do, especially not alone. Basically, like, reaffirming what Hinami said, and not what at all what Hinami wants to hear. But, I mean, she's kind of right, though. Hinami's a child. There's not a whole lot she can do in this situation, except, you know send all of her best wishes and best karma yeah it's true i it mean true. her intentions are there but she she honestly can't do anything and plus if she she doesn't want to get into that mess yeah the owagiri tree no, and she really blood doesn't. and cockroaches i, don't I think mean she'll be we all know that hinami can hold her ground she's yes! a badass but she doesn't need to be involved in all that she just needs to be a damn kid you know true i just noticed something um in the background of takasuki there's some black flowers that look like roses but not really roses okay in the previous scene with um bougie boy they were talking about flowers and what they mean yeah so i don't know why hinami doesn't have flowers but takasuki does they're these little black looking roses Please. since the since tokyo ghoul is so good with attention to details that i kind of want to look that yeah up. you know what they oh, no! <laughs> You know what they say, the curtain's never just blue. You ever heard that? You know how sometimes, there's like, there's, I don't know, it was like a thing on the internet a while where they were like, English teachers are like, the curtain was blue to represent the main character's struggle with depression, and then the student's like, maybe it was just fucking blue. Yeah. But the thing is, the curtain's never just fucking blue. Any writer who mentions that the curtains are blue has a fucking reason for that, and if you don't believe that, study up baby i mean i believe that i believe that writers write specific things for a reason writers don't write nonsense just to fill just to fill the page it's important and if they do then they're not a writer they're 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 a scam artist scam i'm a writer sorry what have you written (laughs) uh yes Okay, moving on. Uh, so after the end of the conversation between them, uh, Takasuki kind of gives Hinami her card, says, calls me anytime, and leaves. And then mm-hmm. we cut to bougie boy masturbating in the bathroom, basically mm-hmm. saying, oh, Kaneki, it's been a year at this place, and it's an anniversary, and oh. I, I feel like this was worse than the first time he did it this. It really was. It was the same bathroom and everything. It was the same bathroom, but he okay, was in well, a stall this time. We say, okay, so he reaches into his, his lapel. Zip- his lapel, and he has a Ziploc bag with the handkerchief that has Kaneki's blood on it. Just sniffing away. And he just, he opens the bag and just starts inhaling and... To the point where his nose starts bleeding. His own... Oh, God, it's like cocaine. A, I, don't, I, I don't... There's no words. There's no words to describe this scene to you. Uncomfy. <laughs> very uncomfortable. Very v uncomfy. Yeah, it's not cute. No, no. <laughs> but for far from cute and i don't even know how it ends it, it just, lasts I think, for I think so I, long though look at this i blacked it out I look at even... it it lasts for so long and then it just cuts to a uh, juzo and shinohara going back to the ccg oh but who else is there that's right and um takasuka baradu is there takasuki uh, is that not what i just said takatsuki what's yeah. she doing there 
Yeah, did she, she she can teleport, I guess. It's kind of out of place when she moves fast when she has that coffee. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Caffeine, it is... Hell of a drug. It is the good drug. It is the good drug. So she just, like, attacks them. <laughs> no! She runs up to Juzo because she's like, oh my gosh, your stitches are so cool. You look so cool. And he's panicking. He's like, girl, 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 <laughs> girl. I don't think... I have a feeling Juzo's not... Oh, you bastard. Sorry. I'm wet. <laughs> Sorry. You spilled my water on me. I just spilled me. Lauren's water, but it's fine. I'm wet. She's not mad at me. It's fine. <laughs> I have a feeling that Jesus is not worried about girls no, and dating I was just at all. I know. But he did get very concerned. You know that one scene in Inside Out? Where yes, it's like, I knew exactly girl. what you were referencing. Girl. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. You know that? I was referencing it just for you, I know, it's in my top 10 list. Aw, wow. And that top That's 10 list? list. Yeah, because it's not even complete. There's only eight films in my top 10 list. Shit, that's kind of cool, though. That's it how has serious potential. I am. It has potential. All right, yeah. moving on. So, yeah, she passes by the lobby area, and the lobbyist is like, You can't do that. You can't just walk up to agents and touch the mist. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> and Shinohara's like, Uh, <laughs> okay. Takasugi's like, I would like an interview, please. Mm-hmm, yeah, she just wants to interview them. And yeah, and the lobbyist is like, oh, yeah, she's very famous. She wrote the book, I don't know if you've heard of it, Catcher in the Rye. It's very famous. <laughs> you think you're so funny. A little bit. So <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, in fairness, she's the equivalent of J.D. Salinger. She's just as famous. Her books are like <laughs> Catcher in the Rye. So, yeah. What sure. other books do you know by J.D. Salinger? I don't know. I'm, I don't read. <laughs> anyway. I read manga. <laughs> so they sit down in the booth and she's just asking questions. But she only asked one question. Yeah, I mean, she, she even specified. She's like, I really only have one question. And it's very interesting that she asks this question. Yeah, I'm very interested. She goes, so, Shinohara, um, is it possible for you to create ghouls like to manufacture ghouls yeah like with blood organs etc yeah she goes into a lot of details yeah i mean she mentions very specifically like she she brings up like can you transfer things into a human to turn them into a ghoul very specific which we as the audience are like yeah you fucking can actually how do you how do you know that it's like "Hmm." why are you asking such a specific question pretty sus to the to the ccg to the CCG. corporation corporation ghoul and of course the corporation corporation ghoul shinohara has a very logical profound answer i don't know <laughs> yeah just it's like i don't know i don't know i'm just i work on the field i have no fucking idea and she, yeah, she I goes, just kill. she's like mm, fascinating fascinating and she writes down and says out loud i, I don't, don't know. know how do you spell that <laughs> condescending little shit <laughs> no, it's great and he's like i just i just kill him dude he's i don't like, know how we make him I, I like, i'm not i'm not into the whole science behind it i just kill it and juzo's over there kind of like doing his juzo thing kind of just staring and looking tired and depressed and dead you know juzo probably knows a thing or two about that well yeah because of your ladies because of kuro and shiro but he's keeping quiet hmm. Hmm. is he protecting them Hmm. Hmm. suspicious so then she's like all right well you were no help to me at all but i have one more question what is your name and she points to juzo and juzo's mm-hmm. kind of like ah <laughs> it's like i i uh i i forget giraffe <laughs> i fucking forget <laughs> corpse uh, bride you know on second thought baseball gum would be perfection i'm trapped and an ATM vestibule with your good acre. <laughs> You're what? I'm not. 
Oh my god. You're right, okay. Oh, oh yeah, like I didn't think of that. <laughs> I love friends so much. I miss it. <laughs> Me too. Well, we come back to Anteku where uh what's her name? Roma. Ro- Roma. Roma is uh just cleaning up some dishes and then when you're a little ding ling ling she she twist turns her head <gasps> gasps <gasps> drops. drops the tray wait, 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 wait. what are you doing oh, okay there you go this became the foley cast i don't <laughs> i don't know what's going on here i don't know when did we incorporate so many sound effects i don't know but i kind of like it <laughs> it's nice yeah okay and then we get drama we get a oh shot we see feet standing in the doorway and then a quick shot to our boy (gasps) your boy in the flesh straight out of compton looks so good konicky ken johnson no just konicky ken what's his last name it's konicky konicky's his last name (laughs) all right What's his first name? Ken. Right? <laughs> yes. After we see Kaneki's dramatic entrance, we cut to Hinami <laughs> walking home from the cafe saying like, oh yeah, I still really wish I could help Big Brother, but Ta- Tatsuki, Takasuki is right. I should probably just stay out of it. Yeah. But, but then wait. She, but wait. There's more. There's more. She, so she doesn't walks in. She walks into Anteku and she sees Roma and Roma's like, Kaneki's here. Wait, oh, but first, she's picking she's, up the yeah, dishes. She's sweeping up. She's sweeping up what she dropped, but then she drops it again. Yeah, she she does that. She's a scaredy cat like me. <laughs> she's nice. startled by Hinami entering the door, and she goes, what? <clears throat> ah. She's startled by Hinami walking in the door, and she goes, ah, oh, Hinami, Kaneki's here. He's with Yoshimura. And she's like, ah! So Hinami <laughs> runs, and we're like, wait. Yeah, she runs out of Anteku. Where are you going? Like, Where are you going, girl? Why are you running? <laughs> Why are you running? I think you misunderstood the situation. Oh, uh, yeah. But then we uh, quickly cut to Toka in the library with her girlfriend. I don't know her name. It begins with a Y. It's not It's not Kami, though. <laughs> we know that for sure. I think it's like Yo- Yoko? No. I think it is something like Yoko. It's Yokoma? We've definitely talked Yokoma. about it before. Anyway. I don't know. It uh, says it at some point. So Yoko is like grading some of Toka's homework or papers or whatever and is like hey you know you're actually you're you're doing really well you're getting a lot better you're working real hard and it's showing and then she's super condescending is like can i ask why are you why are you trying so hard uh-huh. what are you what do you what's your game here <laughs> what's your edge what the fuck are you doing like you're pretty you don't need to be <laughs> smart you know that right she doesn't say that she may as well have <laughs> oh my god i don't know that's definitely not where she was going with it no but it was she's like, a sweet lady like, why are you asking why she's working hard that seems so rude <laughs> i don't know am i wrong i think you're reading too much into this. i am that's what i do uh, yes we know <laughs> And so Toka's kind of like, eh, unsure about her answer. But then she just like. She's like, because I fucking can. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> and, but her friend is like, oh, well, make sure to tell me someday because I don't understand. See, it's just they're setting it up. I know what they're setting it up for. They're setting it up because she's working real hard for Kaneki. And I, I don't like that. I don't like it. That's, I, no, she's not working hard for Kaneki. What then? She's distracting herself. <sighs> she's work no she's working on herself and not focusing on kaneki okay i guess that's what, i like that's that. what she's doing fine i can you see like it now? i can see that's that yeah i guess my 
goodness. She should be doing it for herself. She is. But right. she's sad yeah. that Kaneki isn't around, so she goes, well, guess I'm going to get myself an education. There's no better time to do that since I'm wallowing in heartbreak. Don't be sad over boys. They're not worth it. Honestly. So we see Hinami running through the library like the delinquent she is, when the pushing people down. The librarian goes, shh. There is no librarian, but I would have I would have loved this so much if there was. Yeah, but that would be a comedy. This is not a comedy, Christopher. It's funny sometimes. It can be, yeah. So she runs up to Toka and she goes, Toka-chan, big brother is here. And Toka leaps, leaving yeah, all her stuff behind. I don't behind. think she says anything. She's just like, book and go. Yeah, let's she move. Just, yeah, she just moves. She books it. Let's go, lesbians. Sorry. <laughs> Billy Eichner? Let's go, lesbians! Let's go, lesbians! <laughs> I love that That's show. Exactly what it's I from. love that show. <laughs> Have you seen? Can I ask you something? No, no. Can I get you the money? No, no. Why? Because. because. <laughs> <laughs> and when the lurker lady's like, "What is this? What's happening?" and she's like, "This is Billy," and he's like, "This is Billy on the street," and she's like, "Well, I don't know what that is," and he's like, "It's a television show," and she's like, "Well, I don't like your attitude." She's like, "Well, I don't like." <laughs> He's like, well, I don't like you, bitch. <laughs> I've seen that one. Oh, God, he's ruthless. I love him so much. <laughs> or he just screams at people. <laughs> oh, the microphone. He's so funny. He's so good. And uh, I feel bad because if he came up to me on the street, I probably wouldn't want to talk to him. Because that's what, I'm, that's what I'm conditioned to do. But I want to be on his show. Yeah. Cut to Kaneki leaving Anteku all dramatically as Toka's running in his direction. It's very your name, if you will yeah it is so there's running avoiding the crowd she's panting looking for kaneki and she sees seeing roma sweeping but then she opens the door and roma and it, drops and all the startles roma and she shatters all the debris she just picked up rule and it of was, three rule of three that is the rule of three we learned that in acting school folks that we have a degree we for have a that degree. we cannot find you want to see it <laughs> too bad too bad and toka's like where is he? And Roma's like, you just missed him. So she leaves again, and then there's stairs to there's a bridge. Stairs on a bridge, which just makes this even more. Your name, I straight your up. Your name. Anyway, so Kaneki's on the bridge, and he, uh, Toka runs up the stairs, and they get to the top of the bridge, and they both stop in their tracks, and stare at each other, and they stare at each other, and then in unison they go, "Can you tell me your, your name? name?" And then roll credits. Yeah, that was nice. Wow. Nice Tokyo work. Ghoul Route A. The end. So what did you think? There was a lot of plot holes that they Honestly, left. Honestly, they really just abandoned everything. Jesus. I mean, I get it. Love story between Kaneki and Toka. Awesome. But I wanted more. Okay. No. Psych! That wasn't the ending. I fooled you! Fooled you! you fucking idiot. Wow, you're so fucking dumb. Read I can't believe you fell for that. I'm just kidding. Please don't leave. We love you. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. So they basically have a staring contest, which as lovers, you have to do that at least once. They're not lovers. Okay. Stop projecting. Who's going to tell him? <laughs> Who's anyway. going to tell him? And Kaneki's looking all broody with his eye patch and she's looking all beautiful. They match. Both eyes are covered. Oh, God. They you're match. right. They, yeah. How cute. I just noticed that. They're inching, getting closer and closer. And Kaneki goes, I talked to Yoshimura. And Toka's like, and? He's like, he, he told me that I can come back to Onteku, but I don't know if I'm going to. Toka's kind of just like, how come? And then Kaneki's like, because I want to protect you guys. And right now, 
I'm not strong enough to do that, and I don't want anyone precious to me getting hurt. And if I can't be there to protect you guys, then then I don't want to be there at all. This is some real flawed thinking on his end. It is, and Toka <laughs> calls him out on his bullshit. She's like, well, you're really fucking selfish. Okay, because like, there's, there's so many problems in this. One. Tell me, Chris. He's going to be a lot more useful if he's there, whether he's strong enough or not. Yeah. And also, they were around a hell of a lot longer than he's been there. Yeah. He was a human while they were all still hanging out as ghouls. He's got a god complex. Honestly, this guy's a little full of himself to think he has to take on the responsibility of everyone that's been taking care of him forever. Well, I think now that he's got this his new powers or something, that he's like, I'm tough, so I'm going to take care of what's precious to me. See, I, <laughs> think, I think because he's had an in- interesting journey, he has a complex where he's like, oh, I actually am, like, the chosen one. I am better than everybody. I am God. <laughs> and it's like, dude, calm your skinny ass white boy down. <laughs> oh, God. But he means well. He's not doing it out of, like, spite or to think that he's better than everyone. He genuinely wants to protect them. Yeah. Because true. he thinks that he is the only bridge to between the human world and the ghoul world so he's he's putting a lot of pressure on himself that Very there much, yeah. does not need to be but what is anime without drama and pressure with the main characters so a children's show a children's show so then toka <laughs> kind of calls him out on his bullshit as we mentioned and she starts just punching him and he's like dodging nice. all the punches does a little casual backflip like no big deal <laughs> until she finally says like well we don't want you back on teku and he gasps, and she knocks his shit, like, right, uh-huh. five feet hit. Right like, in the face. Right in the face. He just foo, flies. The slide whistle again. <laughs> Great, now I have to put it in there. <laughs> right now. Hi, baby. You want to say hello? There you go. That was your hello. So she goes, why did you end up this way? She's punching him, like relentlessly like why 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 yeah, yeah and that's uh, it no we forgot to mention an important part when he's like saying that he wants to protect everyone and get stronger he touches his chin that's right yeah but at what point there's a specific line he says it on you should yeah, pull it up as long as you aren't all alone i'm fine with that well so we covered his chin when he said i'm fine with that so ah. i think he he's really can he does not like the fact that he's not with Anteki right now ah there we go and then he touches his chin again from because he's like, ah, she punched me. I missed her. And he smiles. And it's all very cute and masochistic. But moving on. <laughs> what? What? I guess. No, nah, not I don't masochistic. think he enjoyed the fact no. that he got his ass kicked. No, I don't think so. But he missed her. So he's yeah. like, ah, my baby. So then it cuts back to Toka in her room uh, trying to study. But she's just so distracted by the fact that she saw Kanagi again. And she goes, after all this time, I saw him and I just hit him. <laughs> <laughs> good job toka good job you should have kissed him should have kissed him that's what i'm saying but she's like oh, great now i just made it even harder for him to come back didn't i i hit him he's never gonna come back which honey i think he likes you more than you think yeah. uh so she just decides to focus on studying while hinami is just looking at her like teenagers are weird what a nerd what a nerd no hinami is very sweet and smiles and walks <laughs> away and goes outside screaming yeah, I don't know what that was about. I don't know exactly. what that is either. I think she just misses Kaneki. That's that's my read of it anyway. Or maybe she wants Kaneki to hear her. I don't know. I don't know. Or release. Sometimes you just need to scream for release. Yeah. Yeah, so 
What's... Hinami just goes to her window, her balcony, opens the window, and just screams silently, but we don't hear it. It's like a, a hopeful scream, I guess. That's right. Oh, because we forgot to mention this. Um, When Takasuki was at the CCG, she was talking to Shinohara and Juzo. She goes, do you like cafes? There's this really cute cafe in the 20th Ward that um, there's some rumors about it. That's right. I totally forgot about that. But yes, that is a big deal. That is a big deal. She's like, there's some rumors about it. You should go... You should go check it out. Which they do, because that's the next scene it cuts to. It cuts to Shinohara and Juzo in uh, in the shop. But before then, Irumi comes in. She goes, we have doves. That's right. We dun, have dun, doves. Dun, dun, dun. dun. downstairs. And Yoshimura is like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Juzo orders sandwiches outdoors. <laughs> and Shinohara just orders a cup of coffee. So Yoshimura drops off their snacks and is like, so I heard that you wanted to speak to me. And then Shinohara's like, that's right. Does the name Kaneki Ken ring a bell? <gasps> eee! Eee! That's right, because we, as we re- recall, they know about Kaneki disappearing. Disappearing and, you know, having an a transplant. organ transplant. That's really all they know, but mm-hmm. they, they know that much. But and... now, since the suspicious woman came in saying, like, oh, can ghouls be made with an mm-hmm. organ transplant? It leads their gears kind of turning. What is happening? What Rude. is her deal? So Yoshimura's like, oh yeah, he uh, he worked here for a while, but we actually haven't seen him in quite a while. He even mentions the surgery. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, as you know, probably he had surgery, but it didn't go so well. Yeah. Which, he says it in a way that kind of sounds like he might have died, Kaneki, too. Okay. I just, th- I thought that he was like kind of establishing like a sort of trust, like, yeah, like I know about the surgery. I know as probably as much as you know, um... But the fact that I'm not telling you anymore shows that, like, I don't know anymore. Like, he's giving yeah, him enough information. he wasn't doing very well. Yeah. Which. Which, you know, could just mean, like, he wasn't recovering very well, so he quit his job. It could be, but Shinohara's face made it look like yeah. he, Kaneki might have passed. But who knows? I don't know. It's all up for interpretation. Because, I mean, we all know he didn't, so who knows what they're thinking. Who knows? <laughs> and then Shinohara is like, you know, you look familiar to <gasps> Yoshimura. And is like, have we maybe met before? And Yoshimura's like, I don't know. Have we? Shinohara's like, no, I don't think so. Oh, God, Must have you confused some, with somebody else. There's some tension, though. Because, yeah, I think they've met before. There is some tension. I think Sex. they've met before, too. No! No, no not, no. no. Sorry. <laughs> totally read the room wrong. No! <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, have you met before? No, I don't think so. Were you that stripper? <laughs> Tom's bachelor party. So then Shinohara's like, well, we'll take our leave. Juzo, let's go. And Juzo's like, thank you so much for the sandwiches. And then they leave. But yeah. before their last, they had to have the last word. Shinohara goes, I'll be back. Yeah, because he, he turns to Juzo after they leave and is like, don't worry. We'll be back. Dun, 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 dun. Closing credits. End of the episode. End of the episode. That was episode seven, my guys. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. That's the end of the episode, so it's time for our break. With our sponsor! So please enjoy this work from our sponsor. Doink to doink! Pop stop, never stop, never stop. You say pop stop, never stop, I never stop? I don't know the fucking movie! It's pop star, never, never stop, stop, never stop. Right? Never stop, never stopping. Oh, pop star, never stop, never stopping. 
Yes. There we go. I, I got it eventually. It. All right. Of course. <clears throat> well, hello. Welcome back. Wasn't that sponsor amazing? Sure was. Best one yet, I think. Yeah, I agree. I'm so surprised they stayed after all of our inappropriate conversations. I don't think you stayed. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we can we can eat, Chris. Listen. Chris, we can eat. You don't understand. <laughs> can we just like hold on? Like no, jokes aside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't even, I can't express um, what it means. The gratitude. To just have such bitchin' sponsor. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, sorry. Got a, got a little sappy there. <laughs> Go grab your whiskey. Uh, anyway. Uh, anyway. Down the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> All right. Moving on. Okay, welcome back. Let's just open this damn video. Let's just video. get into the damn show yeah, already. damn show. Get this shit over with. Golly. All right, so we open up with coffee. Fucking, are you fucking kidding me? No. I'm just kidding. That's I don't really care anymore. That's literally how it opens. Fuck this show. Fuck coffee. Fuck you. Well, then I guess we're done. Fuck you. How about? Fuck you. Okay, bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. All right. So we open up with something yummy, coffee, and then we open up with something even yummier. <laughs> God, I can't. You piece of shit. <laughs> you son of a bitch. He was one of my first anime crushes, and I'm reliving it. Leave me alone. Okay. Jesus, look at that face. When I see that face. He's so tragic looking. I just want to fix him. <laughs> when you try your best, but you don't succeed. We are, we are, we are half a second want, into this episode. Not what you need. Let's get going. Okay. We literally were half a second in. Yeah, so coffee's being poured, and we see it's Yoshimura pouring him coffee. Mm-hmm. And then Kaneki asks... The important question that we've all been waiting for. Who is the owl? And he just says, can you tell me about the owl? Who is the owl? My God, I can't stand you. <laughs> you love me. Man. Oh, my God. I did a pun. So he didn't say, who is the owl? He said, could you tell me more about the owl? Because I'm pretty sure if he said, who is the owl? They both would have been like. <laughs> they would have looked at each other like. That would have been nice, though. Would have it would have been nice. But no, no, Kaneki's <laughs> like, can you tell me more about the owl? And Yoshimura's like, all right. Yoshimura's like, let me tell you the story of this other guy instead. in my day. He's like, let me tell you, Sonny, back in my day, joysticks. We beat our women. <laughs> I was going to make like an actual joke, and then you made it bad. So fucking never mind. No, do it. I want to hear your joke. Back in my day, joysticks were only attached to our bodies. Nice. That was so much better than mine. I want you to just like I Paris. You want to strangle uh, me? <laughs> you want? Uh, you have all this aggression. Is a cute aggression? Uh, you see something cute? Whoa! Uh, I'm flattered. Uh, Ew! I hate that was it a lot here. Of fun. You hate it? Stop drinking then, or drink more. <laughs> Moving on. So Yoshimura gets comfy in his little seat. In his little old man cardigan. Old man. <laughs> He's not even wearing a cardigan. He's yeah, wearing I a know. vest. He might as well be. All right. And these teacups are referenced a lot. They are. And, you know, but when I saw them, it just made me think about when I worked in a tea store and we used to sell oh my cute, little, God. cute little tea sets. You're going to talk about tea sets? I won't. I'm just saying, like, they were cute little, cute little tea sets. I miss them. I miss that place. Yeah. Guys, go to your too. local tea store or else they're going to go under. Right. Don't let it happen. I'm sorry. Yeah, please. Go to buy some tea for Chris. Uh, so, yes, th- these tea sets are very important because they keep showing up in this episode, I'm assuming. So, it's a pink one and a blue one. Pink? That is orange. What? 
How is that pink? That is Go pink. Back. Christopher, <laughs> you see orange? I think you need to get your eyes checked. That is pink, my guy. That is orange. What are you doing? That is orange. That's pink. How are you seeing pink? I will get Lydia in here and say that's pink. That is orange. That is pink. How do you see what pink? What color are our lights, Chris? Red. No, yes, they're pink. They are, you son of a bitch. Stop. <laughs> that is orange. That is pink, Chris. It's pink. I swear to you. It's two pink ones and one blue one. One of the pink ones got shattered. I Yeah. I mean, maybe the pink one got shattered and we were left with an orange. No. One. Did you figure anything out? Yes, it's pink. <laughs> show me the receipts. <laughs> I can show me where it says that. I'm not going to show you the receipts. You don't have pink. any. Dude, that is pink. This we is... will. Fine. Pull. Do a quick poll. Is the teacup pink or orange? It's pink. Okay, fine. We'll do a poll. It's pink. I understand. I still know. I still have a basic understanding of what Chris, colors are. Chris, with the dress, you say the dress is white and gold. It's blue and black. I see the dress. When the dress first came out, I saw black and blue. Yes. And, and then, then your eyesight got worse. And then it shifted to white and gold. Yeah, your eyesight got worse. Do you understand why you saw white and gold? Because the blue cones in your eyes just fizzled out. No, I see. I saw both because I have a really active imagination and I I have a great understanding. Well, maybe you see that, both here. That two things can exist at once. And Fine. Then it's a salmon-colored teacup. It's not I quite could, pink, not quite orange. It's salmon. I could concede to that. Good. God, how long did we talk about this fucking teacup? A long time. Moving on. We see a set of teacups, and then they finally get to the story on the owl. But the owl's name... There once was a ghoul named Kurkurigaza. Kuzin. That's what I said. I am old man. I am old man. <laughs> So, yes, Yoshimura is like, there once was a ghoul named Kuzan. There once was a genie with an eight-foot weenie. And then it cuts to a flashback, we can assume. Are you, are you quite finished? <laughs> Correct yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. You're laughing. I'm okay. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> you need a minute, too? I'm crying. I know. No. Are you good? Yeah, I think Did so. You, good. I'm glad you laughed so hard you cried. He's still going. Hold on. We're just going to get a break. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Okay. So then it cuts to a flashback of, I guess, Kuzan, because he's telling his story, of ghouls running from something. Yeah, this was a good story. It was a good story. Yeah, and it lasts a, a good while, so, get, so buckle up, folks. Buckle up. We'll try to do as much as we can. So we see ghouls running down this alleyway, and these doves were slowly chasing after them. But the doves end up getting killed by a mysterious source. And we <laughs> see that the source is a very, very attractive young man. Yeah. With slick back black hair and sunken cheeks. Yeah, he's chiseled. He's chiseled. He's made of marble. And he's tall, and he's got his little arm uh kagune which looks really cool oh it's like yeah a blade. no he'll make you feel like shit about yourself 100 percent. oof and the way he glares at the ghouls <laughs> with blood on his face yeah. Brrr, totally and you're thinking yeah he saved him nice I, what hold on he's gonna kill us he, oh he killed him yeah he okay. literally just killed the other three ghouls it's all like, right okay. so he's killing everybody he sees that's nice so he basically just decides to kill to devour like what kaneki yeah. did yeah. where he just kills everything on site and eats it yeah because we're also getting a, a a narration from yoshimura at the same time and he's basically saying like yeah he's he's doing what a lot of ghouls do and eating and but this guy will just eat everything mm. 
I wonder if Yoshimura knew him personally. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So apparently Kuzen uh, was so known for being the slaughterer of both ghouls and humans that there were these companies, kind of like the Algiri tree or like groups, yeah, where they hired him to be kind of like uh, an assassin yeah, of some cause sort. They were, sort. Cause he, he explained like he would be hired to kill ghouls and humans alike, like just kill anybody. For, any, for like money or for food or whatever he wanted, basically. He just worked yeah. for them. Pretty much. Okay. But during out the story, Kaneki kind of like inserts himself in it. He kind of like sees resemblance with him and Kuzan because he Yoshimura mm-hmm. mentions that Kuzan was a very solitude kind of right. guy and just wanted to protect. And Kaneki's like, oh, wait, that's kind of like me. Yeah. And so we just see like an astro projection of mm-hmm. Kaneki just kind of lingering in some of these scenes. Yeah. It's a little weird. And Yoshimura says that the group that Kuzan was a part of was not really a home for him, so he never really had a place to go, mm-hmm. except for this one little coffee place, which he would just pick the same booth, mm-hmm. have the same waitress, and drink the same coffee. Yep, he was and a regular. He was a regular. But what was so sweet about it, I'll let you, because you love meat cutes. I want you to talk about <laughs> I do this. love meat cutes. I want you to talk about <laughs> I love this meat cute because it happened in a coffee shop. I know. So it, I figured you'd like that. Yeah. So the waitress goes over to him and is like, you know, you order the same thing all the time. I know exactly what to get you. I'm going to get you your, your black coffee, no sugar. And it was real cute. She was real cute about it. And Kuzin gets just a nice little smile on his face. He's like, mm-hmm, that's a cute girl. And I'm jealous. I want to meet a girl like that. Me too. I want to meet any, neither one of them. They're cute. Yeah, they're both cute. They're pretty. And then we see Yoshimura, it, it cuts back and forth between the storytelling and Yoshimura and Kaneki in the room, and it cuts back to Yoshimura kind of just smiling at the story, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god. Yes, he's reflecting on. He's reflecting. Which is our first little hint that uh, maybe mm. he does have a personal connection with the story. Just maybe, though. Just maybe. Just we maybe. don't know. We don't really know. But then we cut. A date! To a date. Them sitting on a pier, looking over the water. And he can't read. And he doesn't know how to read. <laughs> so- Yo, what up? I'm 19. I'm Kuzan. I'm 19. I never learned how to fucking read. Sorry. Nice. I had to. I had to. <laughs> don't apologize to, to me. Apologize to them for I'm the shitty joke. I'm sorry. Okay. But then she's like, hey, I'll teach you how to read. We've heard that before in this show, too. Yeah. Oh, and she holds out her hand. Yeah, and then um, Yoshimura is like... No. Oh, sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> you look so insulted. I'm so sorry. Keep going. And then Yoshimura explains that uh, Kuzan had like always been alone, and he's never really connected with anybody. But then we see a shot of him holding, or Kuzan holding... Um, her hand. hand and it was real sweet and then he even says like for some reason he just let her into his heart which is adorable <sighs> i wish busts however, out the however however dot 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 but oh this oof yeah this oof. is this is I'll nice let you talk about this. okay so then we see a shot of him looming over some dead bodies with his kagune out did and his then, dirty work <gasps> and then i know what you did last summer you know, if you don't take this seriously, I'm going to wring your little neck. Fine. So, <laughs> I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. If you can tell the, the you. The, the, his lady friend is standing at the end of the alley that he's you know, that he's in and sees everything. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, it's over. And that's what he thinks too. Yeah, that's exactly what like he, he thinks. I think he was about to kill her. Really? I didn't think that much? Look, 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 look. I think he was about to be like, I don't want to do this, but I have to. She saw me. Oh, I thought it was just shame. 
He's, oh god he was about to kill her i must have just looked down at that point because yeah he wound up he was about to knock her out but she hugged him oh, thank god she did <laughs> very beauty and the beast yeah stockholm syndrome no nice. not oh. like that at all <laughs> yeah no she hugs on him and she she says it must have been hard being alone for so long am i right she's such a good soul <sighs> she gets it she gets it and she's sobbing she gets me she drops her groceries for this man <laughs> so sweet and he's just kind of dumbfounded like no one's ever yeah. really cared about him before like that mm. so he's in shock it cuts back to yoshimura and we see two pink teacups two salmon, salmon two salmon, salmon colored teacups freaking... and then it flashes forward to she's pregnant she's preggers she's preggers which kuza what <laughs> mommy oh, all right <laughs> He put a baby in her. Good, good for good for him. Good for her. Good for Which, them. Which, uh oh, he's a ghoul. But She's a, a human. Second. We've heard about that before. That don't usually end up too good. No, it doesn't. E blache. E what? I said e blache. And so we kind of see, as we know from past mm-hmm. episodes, is that those babies typically aren't the healthiest. Yeah, they usually don't make it. No, and so. His lady, she's like, oh, the way things are going, I don't think the baby's going to make yeah. it. And so they're crying and they're like, oh, God, what's going to happen? Until she finally kind of has an idea. She's like, the baby needs nourishment, right? And then she just locks herself in the door and we don't really know what happens. But I I'm... was so confused and my mind went to not a great place. <laughs> Tell me, because I, I was concerned. You went, wait, is he going to eat the baby? I'm like, <laughs> what? Okay, cause, How? So, okay, so the narration that Yoshimura said was like, it takes a miracle for that baby to live. And then her in the flashback goes, maybe this can still be a miracle. And then she locked herself in the bathroom and we... Just get a visual of a flower dropping and a little gory sound of sorts. Like a slice. And I was like, did she just fucking, this is so dark and I'm sorry, but did she just like miscarry and is going to treat this as a miracle of like, here, now I can feed you? (gasps) Oh my God. Listen, I'm not saying I wish that was going to happen. I was just scared that was what was going to happen. I'm sorry. I know. That's fucked up. Your mind went to a really dark place. I watch a lot of horror movies. I know, but this isn't like that. I know. That's why I was concerned. I was like, why is it going there? But it didn't. It's fine. Yeah. So what I assume (laughs) happened, thank God it wasn't what Chris thought happened. I'm sorry. But what I assumed happened was I think she might have like ate a piece of herself. Like did cannibalism for her baby. She pulled the Bella Swan where she kind of just... Ate, ate a right. piece so the baby could be nourished but we don't really know yeah they didn't really they let didn't us show know. us and then in the next scene the baby is born and yeah. like all swaddled so and it worked and he didn't eat the baby yeah. that was nice oh my god that's good that that didn't happen yes it is good that it didn't happen and now mm. there's three teacups one blue one and two salmon ones which how i think it is is the two salmon ones are her and him mm-hmm. and the blue one is their child yeah, that's what it would have to be for the metaphor to work yeah so i think that's how they set it up so yeah. keep that in mind ladies and gents and non-binary friends the two salmon ones are kuzan and his lady and <laughs> the blue one is the the baby that's the, just the been babe. born the baby so he Ku, uh, not kuzan yoshimura is like oh yes the baby was born but however the joy did not last long of course not because this is a drama it was the best of times it, it was, was the, the worst, worst of times, times. And it c- 
cuts to them on the run. The running. The running from apparently the corporation that um, Kuzan was a part of, which yeah. I don't know why they care. I don't know either. I don't know. They didn't really explain that. That why was it so bad? He was in love with a human and had a baby. He had a life for it was himself. The, it was the sixties, you know. <laughs> it probably was actually. <laughs> so yeah, they're running. He's yeah. got her in tow, but he lets go. Yeah, and he's also holding <sighs> the baby at this point. Yeah, he's holding the baby as well, which I mean, I, whatever. Yeah. But it just breaks my heart. I know. So she, he lets go of her hand, and so she falls like slightly behind, and she gets taken out. Yeah. Yeah, she gets hit with some kagune i think she gets stabbed yeah but then kuzan is running forward baby in hand kagune out mm-hmm. ready to fight or ready to get her yeah or he, any fights I yeah guess. so yeah he catches her as she's falling and then um fights back some of them yukina yukina is her name sorry folks sorry yukina. her name's yukina um, yeah and we get a quick shot of the baby and we see that he only has one eye which obviously what but he doesn't one, have sorry. one eye <sighs> reword that you know what i mean they though. don't yes, they, they, do. they can only hear your voice he man. has one eye one ghoul eye what <sighs> makes you think it's a he too i thought it was a he is it not a he i don't know is it a he is it, it a she we don't know looks, i'm just i found it funny that you assumed it was a he it looks like it was drawn as a he okay moving on at least in sex not gender so then she dies <laughs> <laughs> so he grabs Yukina and she's like struggling for breath. We see a touching moment between all three of them with her baby and him, and then she just dies in, her, in, her, in his arms, which is very sad. And he's tearing, he's crying. Yeah, it's really like, sad. Poor baby. And then he can't like grieve for too long because they're charging after him, and he runs and he leaves her body. Behind. Yeah, and it really sucks because he can't really fight back either because he has a fucking baby in his arms. Yeah. So he has to just kind of run away. It's so sad. And so he has to leave Yukani there. Yukina. Yukina there. That was close. And apparently he ended up in some underground tunnel system Mm -hmm. because he's just there hiding and waiting and he leaves his baby there and goes to fight, I'm I'm guessing. I'm so confused about what happened here. He just put the baby down. Um, that baby is so cute but the baby grabs his finger telling him not to go and that killed me (laughs) i know it's the cutest thing guys i love babies so fucking much he doesn't want to leave he's crying but he knows what he has to do so he leaves and it breaks my heart seeing him move his pinky i know i love babies so much i know guys if you have babies please send photos send us baby photos and kitty photos too. Yeah, All, fur babies included. Yes. <laughs> we just see the baby hand empty with no dad. Oh, sorry. So then it cuts to Kuzan just going haywire and killing all these ghouls, bodies everywhere. He has transformed into the owl that yeah. we know. He's got his mask on and everything. I think he turned into a, a kakuja. Yeah, which would he's got the make mask. more sense because now we know that that uh, Kuzan has been eating a lot of ghouls in his lifetime. So. Yeah. And then it shows uh, a shot of the teacups, the two salmon ones and the green one and the, and the blue one that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the salmon ones is shattered yeah, into a million pieces. Yukina is no more. No more. Say it, say it, say it. But he keeps the two teacups in Anteku. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the shot that we takes us back to uh, to the present. Yep, I'm going to see that line that you hate so much. The one-eyed owl. One-eyed owl, yes. Yes. 
my child. But doesn't that also make it seem is like... Is he saying that the owl is his child? That's, like, like, it seems like that's what he's saying, but that that's not it, though. No. It's, I'm, that's why it was confusing to me. I thought it was but, just an, a term of endearment, because Yoshimura says Kaneki to Kaneki, goes, yes, dot, 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 my child. So I thought it was like a term of endearment to Kaneki. But, and then Chris, what did you think it was? I don't know what I thought it was. I just thought it was confusing. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was shit writing. I thought it was shit writing. It was shit writing. I well, don't know, man. Just, who knows? We have so, we have a couple, of, we have episodes left. Maybe we'll get an answer on yeah. to why he said that and, because it's anime. All right, so uh, Yoshimura walks out. I think he's opening on Teku and he notices that it's snowing. And this is like a really present thing throughout this entire episode. And so I don't know if I want to talk about this now, but I've just... Because I haven't had time to, like, reflect on the episode. So I don't... I'm wondering what the snow is representing. Is winter coming? It's not Game of Thrones. Oh. Well, then I then I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. But you're on the right track. Okay. Something bad's about to happen? I mean, the last time there was a snow-like thing was when it was... Kaneki got kidnapped and all that jazz. But it was ash. Right. But yeah. that was a snow-like thing. Hmm. Okay. So I think white flurries in the sky is just a bad vibe. <laughs> So something's gonna happen, maybe yeah. like so, a storm's a brewing, yeah, kind of situation. Possibly because yeah, I mean, there's multiple times in this episode where like pretty much all of our characters they step outside and they're like, huh, mention the snow, it's snowing. So there's gotta be some some kind yeah, of connection. So obviously, because the curtains are never just blue. Nope. I'm wondering what's going on there. So then the opening credits happen. Boo! Oh, boring. Boring. Moving on. So it's Toka with her friend Yokes. Yokes. Yo yo chan. It's Toka with her best friend, and she, we overhear a conversation that they're having that apparently a building is being renovated, and I think by building she means on Teku. Well, at least where Toka, Toka's apartment is. Yes. She's saying, like, I'm packing up my stuff. I'm staying with some relatives. And uh, her friend's like, oh, well, her friend was asking, like, do you have a place to live? And yeah. she's like, oh, no, I'm just going to live with my relatives. And her friend's like, oh, bummer. I wanted to cook for you this whole time. And Toka it's makes like, a laugh Phew. of like, that will kill me. <laughs> right. She can't really say that. So she's like, oh, yeah, oh, darn rats. It's like, ah, shuckers. And then I think that's when they mention the snow. Yeah. So they look outside and Toka's like, oh, wow, snow. Look at that. And then it cuts to Kimi. That's right, Kimi. <laughs> My baby. <laughs> and she's admiring the snow outside. She's like, Nishki, Nishki, come look at the snow. Nishki is the only one with an appropriate reaction to the snow. Yeah. Where he's <laughs> like, Michigan he's like boy. fuck this. It's no wonder it's so damn cold. Getting out of here. And she's like, no, 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 Nishki, come on. I think she says it's cold after all. I think she was hinting that she wants to cuddle. Cuddle. Of course, which yeah, of course you do. Adorable, we Listen, love Akimi. I I fucking hate He's snow. He's a dumbass. I hate snow so much. I love snow. I know, but it's because you really didn't. Did you didn't grow up with it? Did you? I'm from Arizona, bro. What do you think? So no, you didn't. No, I didn't. It was That's a treat. Why. We got to choose to go up to Flagstaff to enjoy the snow. I don't know. We got it's to like, choose. Because like winter is such a crucial thing in Michigan, because it's like our most prominent season, nice. and people love it. I just I hate being cold so much that I was just like if I never saw snow again I'd, yeah, I'd be you, fucking you thrilled. Yeah, you you like being hot. I love it. Interesting. I sleep with three blankets year round. I know it's so weird. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> Listen, right. I know you like sweating. I'm in the minority here, but like I cannot sleep with a fan. People who sleep with a fan on them, I don't get it. I sleep with a fan. It drives me. It's so insane. I like to being me. cold so I can bundle up. I love bundling up. Like I like bundling up too, but I don't want to be cold. 
in order to do it. <laughs> like so weird. being cold is the worst feeling ever. It's Why romantic. Want it? What do you mean? Because then you could be like, "Ooh, I'm cold." Yeah. So I mean, you can. What if what if you're snuggling your lady in your bed and she has to sleep with the fan on because she's cold because she's hot, and then several beds. I'm just kidding. Oh my god. I'll probably suck it up, but I'm gonna complain. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's just—we're not gonna end this conversation anytime soon. Let's just move on. Yeah. You know, this is—it's a, a cute moment because I mean, they just love each other, and I think this—this this scene's just emphasizing that where he's like, "You don't have to come. You don't have to walk me to work. You can just go home and, and wait for me there." And, and she's like, "No, I'll walk you." There, no, and, and she's then like, "She's you. like, yeah, I'll wait for you at home, but I'm gonna drop you off at work first." So cute. It's like oh they like you. i love they them. like each other they love each other oh my god i'm jealous oh and then he says like i don't understand you women <laughs> <laughs> amen am i right villains yeah. and women and, and am everybody. i right lesbians <laughs> all right this scared me this scared me a lot yeah whenever we saw an adoring scene happen with these ghouls we saw doves following closely behind them so after nishiki and kimi are walking after a bit of distance, we see two doves behind them, just following them. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. I don't like it one it's, bit. It's eerie, and it's not fun. Yeah, and then it cuts to outside on Teku with Roma and Hinami, and they're, you know, doing the shopping and all that. And then what's behind them? But two doves as well! Ah! ah! And then it cuts back to inside on Teku. Nishiki is obviously at work. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's, it's packed. That place is packed. Jumping! And they're just, I mean, it's a work, it's a work scene. They're like, oof, got a lot of customers. How are we going to do this? All right, you do this. I'll take this. <laughs> Roma, don't bring anything. Roma, Hinami, uh, man the, man the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Roma, your job, um, don't, don't break anything. Same good? though. Sound good? That's good. me and my job. I broke at least like one cup <laughs> every, every shift. It, I mean, yeah, I, I break shit at work all the time. My favorite thing is when we get new people and I'm training them. Yeah. And they break something. I'm like, it's fine, but if you do it again, you're going to get written up. No! Christopher! <laughs> I always say you're that. You're one of those people? <laughs> but it's not true. Jesus. I hate those people. <laughs> no, but then I'm like, and three? Three strikes, you're out, man. Sorry. <laughs> you're such a jerk. It's funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Moving on. As Chris is a jerk with new no, employees. Not. It's we- funny. <laughs> We see uh, the Devil Ape Man and Irami behind the bar as well, and their separate friends are like, "Make us Americanos <laughs> or Americans." Yeah, they said, "Make us Americans." It's like, uh, "Good luck in this legal system." <laughs> 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 nice, yeah. Good, uh, good well luck. Done. Well done, Thank bravo. You. No, they meant Americanos. Yeah, I think they're just being hip and going with the short. I like Americanos. Term. It's like a latte, but sad. So she goes, yes, coming right up. And then the double ape, uh, Coma? Yeah, Coma's group mm-hmm. is like, make us some lattes or blendies, as they called them. Really? And, yeah. Some frappuccinos, probably. Probably. And then he's like, oh, Basic. yes. Basic. Coming right up. And so they they basically have their busy work day. They basically it. have their basic, basic drinks. Basically. Shut up. <laughs> so then it cuts to a touching little scene on the bridge with Toka and her friend. Mm-hmm. And they talk about the future. Yeah. It was nice because uh, her friend Yokes is like, so what do you want to do when you get out of school? And Toka's like, honey, I haven't even thought about what I'm going to eat tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you. Oh. What? She's a ghoul. Oh. It, was a, it was a poor joke. But... No, it, was, it was funny. You're funny. <laughs> 
No, and they're just like talking about their dreams, and Yokes is like, I want to be a, a, a chef. I want to cook, because that's like her thing. She loves to cook for people, and she loves to cook for Toka, even though Toka can't eat food. Having a chef for a friend when you're a ghoul is the yeah, worst possible thing. Doesn't sound good. Um, and then Toka's like, I don't really have any set dreams. There's a lot of things I'd like to do, like be a teacher or own a coffee shop. Adorable. Imagine a teacher Toka. She would not stand for those children. She'd be like, sit, sit down and shut up. Like, watch Friends. Honestly. I'm going to take a nap. Honestly. <laughs> but then her friend is like, if you ran a coffee shop, I'd work there. So cute. Yeah, real cute. Then it cuts to the CCG. Boring. Boring. Yoshimura is sitting in the lobby with the head of the CCG basically coming in with a folder or a stack of papers clipped together. And he's like, so, uh, do you have any conclusive evidence? And Yoshimura doesn't say any. (laughs) No, not Yoshimura. Sorry. Shinohara. I'm so sorry. I messed up the name. Shinohara is sitting there silently. And he's like, nothing. You're going on instinct. And he's like, yeah, I got a like, got a pretty uh, good instinct about this. Uh, it's like, yeah, that's that's everyone's excuse in this uh, corporation. He's like, corporation. valid. We'll do it. So the leader of the CCG is like, all right, well, since you're so, what's the word I'm looking for? Cocky, confident. Confident on your instincts. Uh, I've already set some new members of our, uh, our award group to kind of scope it out. And he's like, oh, you work best. Yeah, and we don't really know exactly what they're talking about, but we kind of know what they're talking about. We, we understand. But then it cuts back to Anteku after the busy after the busy night, and they're all beat. Uh, Nishiki has taken off his tie. He's like, man, that was one busy day. And this is my favorite thing. He turns to <laughs> Roma, and he goes, and Roma, you didn't break any dishes today. She looks at him, holds up two fingers like a peace sign, and she goes, I broke two dishes today. <laughs> She's like, actually, I broke two. <laughs> Me! But she seemed like really happy about Hardcore it. Hardcore me. Because I mean, I think what she meant, she was like, "Yeah, it was an improvement." It is, an and he even took it that way. He's like, "Really, two? Yeah, only two? That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad." And she, she's like, "Nishki, you're being so nice. Are you coming on to me?" And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> shut like, up, you woman. Like, don't fucking flatter yourself. Oh, you conceded. Don't nobody want your babies. You don't want your babies." <laughs> So then Koma mm-hmm. mentions, he's like, yeah, we were so busy. We almost had to bring in the secret weapon. And they're like, the secret weapon? The secret weapon showed up at the doorstep. It's Yoma. <laughs> I missed him. Yeah. But where's he been? He's been busy. So apparently they mentioned that Yomo used to work there, mm-hmm. but he was great at making coffee, but his customer service skills were shit. Yeah, because this boy does he even know how to talk. I don't even know. He doesn't like the humans. He just tolerates them. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. Really fine. So Yomo's kind of chilling on Teku and he turns to Toke. He's like, are you ready? Are you packed to ready to go? And she goes, oh, oh, um, no, not yet. But I guess I'll go finish up. So she takes Hinami and they go up to pack and they get all bundled up and they leave. Basically. Mm-hmm. Just sum it all up. Yeah, that sums it up nicely. Cause- but... What's really interesting is before they leave, there's a scene where Yoshimura and Yomo are in a room together just saying nothing. What are you talking about? This right here. They have a whole conversation. They have a whole conversation? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Yoshimura is saying, like, so I have to leave. I have to go somewhere. And while I'm gone, I need you to... Man the I need you to man the, man the team. I need you to run the joint. And it comes to the CCG again. Boring. Boring. And then Every we time. see 
Hide. Right, Hide. I forgot about this. It's kind of just lurking over in the corner, and he stops a beaver, mm-hmm. Takizawa. Takizawa! And he's like, yeah, what's going on? It seems a bit, like, different here. Like, you're actually doing work. Like, what's, what's he's going like, on? I've been trying to read you guys' files, and you're not letting me. What the fuck's And happening? now you're actually at your desks protecting <laughs> your files? What? And he's like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, beaver's saying, oh, they haven't really told me anything. I don't really know yet. Uh, but I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of in a hurry. I gotta go. And he is like, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And then it cuts back to uh, Toka admiring the snow with Hinami. Hinami. Yeah, and, and they're just like, oh, the snow, it's really coming down. It's probably going to stick around for a while. I don't have a good feeling about this at all. Yeah, it's and not great. No, and they just leave. And as they, they're they leaving, Toka's like, make sure to contact me if you need me, Yoshimura. Mm-hmm. And then Hinami's like, me too. And they leave. They turn the corner and we see it. A truck outside kind of leave and then doves yeah, and then, scatter yeah, around on a, a bunch of doves on foot just running and, and surrounding on and um and so yoshimura is like you know finishing touches closing up and then who walks in the door but shinohara dun, dun, dun. and is like hey i told you i'd be back and uh he comes in and he and yoshimura starts making him a cup of coffee which drove me insane because it is nighttime they did not make the show for your happiness. But you can't have coffee this late at night. People can. You won't sleep. People can. Makes me so upset. Um, and then they just, they talk for so long about how to make coffee. You've missed it completely, my guy. I guess I did because I was so well, uninterested. let me, let me, let okay. me. Okay. So what's really interesting about the scene is uh yoshimura asks if he could join him and mm-hmm. shinohara is like yes of course now they both know exactly what they are shinohara knows that yoshimura is a ghoul not a specific type he just knows that he's a ghoul uh-huh. and yoshimura knows that shinohara is a dove yeah they know that they're enemies so they're just sitting down having a cup of coffee with each other and yoshimura talks about like oh yes about beans and how they're made but this is a metaphor i totally missed the metaphor it's a metaphor uh shinohara takes a sip of the coffee and shinohara's like "Mm, this is really good did you get new beans and yoshimura is like no i just roasted it a different way i put them in differently i used different water i used something different which how it sounded to me is this is a metaphor for like if the ccg would see the ghouls differently as not all this one form of bean or one form of coffee as just a bad thing if they saw them as different layers of like oh they can be like this or they can be like that there's no one way for how they are yeah okay something like that sure of like we can live in peace if you understand that not all of us are one way Mm-hmm. And we can all live in peace as humans and ghouls together. Like, we need to stop this war, is what he's trying to say. And Shinohara is kind of like, oh, wow, that's really profound. And <laughs> Yoshimura is like, it's really not. Which it's which kind of made me go, was... aha. Because Yoshimura is basically fighting for rights of ghouls. See, to me, it just sounded like really bad small talk. Well, that's why you have me. Okay. It's a metaphor. If there was no metaphor, then it would have been bad small talk. Yes. You all understand what I'm saying. I get it. I don't. I didn't like the metaphor. <laughs> it did not resonate with me. Sorry. Well, that's fine because you don't like coffee. 
frame because I'm a tea drinker. Maybe, but whatever. I mean, if they talked about how you have to steep different tea leaves at different temperatures, I totally would have fucking been there. I totally would have been like, I see you. I know. I'm just saying it would have worked for me and I wouldn't have been so confused on the metaphor. Then you would like Avatar because Uncle Iroh loves tea and he just talks about tea constantly. Good. I fucking love tea. And he's just like Yoshimura. Okay. Uh, and then Shinohara just gets up to leave, and he's like, how much do I owe you? And Yoshimura's like, it's, it's on the free. house. I'm a nice guy. You wouldn't want to kill a I nice know. guy. And it's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't kill a guy who just gave you a free cup of joe, would you? You want to kill hit a guy with glasses, would you? That's what it's, I mean, you I don't, hit a guy that's what glasses. he's doing. I love it. But and yeah, he's so he's like, well, if you pieces. insist, it was delicious, and he leaves. Which now we're on the edge of our seats. It's like, well, there's a bunch of ghouls surrounding yeah, Onteku, like, and, Yosh- and uh, Shinohara has just left yeah, so what is happening What's now? What's going on? And then the lights of Onteku flicker off like they're closed. And mm-hmm. we see Irami and Koma come up to Yoshimura saying, we're all spick and span and we're ready for your famous coffee now. And they have coffee. And they're drinking coffee at midnight. Oh, but first, before that happens, we see Eto kind of just admiring yeah, the, the snow. The mummy girl. The mummy girl admiring the snow, just being her cute little whimsical self. And again, she's like, it's almost time. Yeah. Or yeah, I she's can't like, wait. I can't wait. Like, for what? What? I don't know. What does she know? And then, yeah, the Ontagu team have their midnight coffee because I guess they don't care about sleep. It makes me so upset. Well, I think, hear me out, I think they're charging up for a battle. Well, but they don't know about any battle going on. What do you don't mean? look at me like that. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, what battle? They don't know about any battle. What? Who? who who's they? Irumi and Koma, the ones drinking the coffee. You're you're putting way too much responsibility on me to figure shit out. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> so then uh, Yoshimura, after Shinohara leaves, is like, I'm really going to miss them. And I assume he's talking about because he's he's like going to leave because he said he was going to leave. I don't know where he's going. Um, and then Koma and Irumi are like, we're going to like, don't worry, we're going to stick with you until the end. And I don't really know what they're talking about. But then Yoshimura says, says Yukina my wish didn't come true and again i have no idea what they're talking about what wish i don't remember any wish but basically that confirms the fact that he is um kuzan so he is the owl then most likely so let me cut back to the ccg where is that shinohara no that's the the like two heads of the the ccg it's like the the captain yeah the the captain guy and the jesus looking guy are talking to somebody we don't really get to see who and they're like we want to request permission to attack the targeted location and they're like what is the location and they're like it's the shop in the 20th ward called Anteku. and that's the end of the episode nice alrighty fam that was episode 8 of Tokyo Ghoul Route A shit and then there's 12 episodes so we're getting close yeah, and they set up some really good stuff in these two episodes. I know. I'm shocked. I didn't think we were going to get to the backstory of Owl so quickly. I thought it was going to be like... Well, we're running out of episodes, so we kind of had to get to it. Well, I didn't know it was going to be like so soon. I thought it was going to be like the 10th or like 11th episode. Yeah, like good, near though. towards the end. Well, yeah. I like the story. It was like it was like up, but worse. Up with more blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And they didn't grow old together. Yeah you're right and they they had a baby that's why it was like up but worse (laughs) (laughs) okay so any thoughts um yeah i mean my thoughts i mean it's just it's a good story and and you know they've they've planted a lot of the seeds about like the ccg figuring out who kaneki was Mm -hmm. and 
and then like you know kind of like getting closer to this like group of people that we've come to to know and love and uh now they're outside and they're they're at the gates and they're ready to attack and uh it's it's concerning but it's exciting and i yeah i don't know i don't know fam what about you uh i honestly don't remember what happens i know the last episode i don't want to talk about it all right so (laughs) it's okay we'll talk about the last episode when we get to the last episode but i assume it's gonna be emotional All we know is something's a brewing. Sure uh, is. It always is something happening always between the doves and the ghouls. What else is new? Will it ever end? We don't know. No Amon in this in these two episodes. Yeah, I noticed that. I thought, yeah, he didn't show up at all. Not once. And you think he'd want to be a part of this? Yeah, with Shinohara. So what's going on? Where where was he? I don't know. He was busy. He was working out. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, doing push-ups. Yeah. No Ayato, no Ayato either. I guess uh, we'll figure it out next week. Not all of it. Not all of it, but what happens next? Episodes 9 and 10. 9 and 10 coming up next week. Woo! Dreams are almost done already. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. Alrighty. If you guys want to follow us on social media, we are Weeboo and Noob on Twitter. If you want to follow me, your noob, I am Chris Elsenbrook. That's Chris E-L-S-E-N-B-R-O-E-K on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to follow me on social media, I am Lololand underscore 17. That's L-O-L-O-L-A-N-D underscore 17 on Instagram and Twitter. And this concludes our episode of Weeb and the Noob. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, I'm Lauren, your Weeboo. I'm Chris, your Noob. And this was Weeb and the Noob. We love you all and see you later, Space Cowboy. You are loved. You are not alone. Stay weird. Bye. 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 Bye.